What's going on, Military Cash Flow family? Got another episode for you today. What's going on with you today, Mike? Nothing much, man. Chilling, feeling blessed. I'm training for a big event. I, I'm not going to disclose it yet, but next year is a hell of an event I'm training for. And it's whipping my ass. But well, I'm going to disclose it when we get a little bit closer. Is it a physical event or is it like... Oh, physical event. Yeah, it's okay, a physical all right, event. All right. It's a physical all right. event. It's going to be it's extremely physical. But okay. besides that, I'm training for it. Today, my old out of shape ass ran like four and a half miles and I was wheezing. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, but I'm going to keep you guys posted on the journey. But besides that, man, I'm good. What about you, man? What's Excellent. Up? Excellent, man. I just, uh, we celebrated my wife's birthday uh, over the weekend. So um, having good times, we just went out and really just enjoyed Savannah. Um, and we really just enjoyed Savannah. We stayed out in the hotel there. With, I had the whole family out there. So it's really yep. good times walking the river and just kind of just exploring downtown. And we've been to Savannah a bunch of times, but it's always, it's always, it seems like it's always different. You know, it's, it's never mm -hmm. the same thing when you go out there, especially if you go out, go out there as seldom as we do. Right. So it's pretty good times. Um, other than that, just uh, started the wholesale thing. I know I've told, talked about it a little bit. You guys seen a little yes. video about it and things. So really excited about that. Got our, uh, have our second hire coming on tomorrow. So uh, we're doing some training and um, it's pretty much it. Really excited. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for it too, man. I think everybody's excited to watch that journey just yeah. because of the, the motivation that you have behind it. Now everybody's like wholesaling is where it's at in the moment because the market is so hot. So we're all excited for that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, today's guest, today's guest, we have uh, Danny Aguirre, Danny yes. Aguirre. Got it. So um, he's going to be coming on. He's talking about how like his story is, is so fascinating. I think it could resonate pretty much with anybody that listens, especially if you're just starting off and you want to get into real estate or you want to get into really anything because it's kind of transferable throughout. Right. Like everyone has a certain skill set. Right. And it's how you leverage that skill set, uh, which is how you leverage that skill set will determine how far you go. Right. And I think Danny is a perfect testament to that. Uh, Mike? Yeah, I mean, I love this kid's story. I mean, he's not a kid. He's a young man. But nonetheless, he is he is the, the, the picture of what I think of as somebody who is resilient and resourceful. And you're going to hear his story time and time again. And honestly, the, the steel, the, the star of the show is his dad. <laughs> because his dad comes up time and time again. And just some of the stuff he said... Like one of the things, it'll be glossed over, so I'm going to say it now. It was look, act, and be professional at all times, and no one can doubt you. I damn near stood up and beat my chest. Hey, no, he, I mean, there's a lot of nuggets here. Obviously, I'm not going to do it justice, but guys, this is, this is one that you want to listen to all the way through in all seriousness and rewind that bad boy. So without further ado, let's get to it. Hey, how's it going? This is Dan Wynn. And Mike Glassby. And this is the Military Cash Flow Podcast where we teach service members how to build wealth and create passive cash flow through real estate. We cover real deals, real numbers, and real lessons learned from other successful investors. Now, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast, we need you to like, share, and subscribe. Now let's get started creating this military cash flow. What's going on, military cash flow family? Today we have Danny Aguirre on. Please uh, welcome. Oh, well, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Can you please let, let us know a little bit about who you are and where you're from and what you're doing? Thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, 
Welcome, you guys. Uh, welcome, Military Cash Flow family. My name is Danny. I'm from San Diego, California. I uh, joined the military at 19 and then ventured into entrepreneurship while I was stationed in North Dakota. And um, currently, right now, I am doing marketing for Real Estate Labs. I am the sales and marketing uh, director for Real Estate Labs, uh, which is a software and real estate investment solutions company. And then likewise, I do my own investments on the side, uh, currently working on building a multifamily portfolio in commercial real estate. And then um, also just looking for deals, you know, just trying to be a deal junkie and, and really, really dive into the commercial real estate space. So uh, that's a little bit about me. Excellent. Excellent. Got a little bit of everything. Go for it, Dan. Yeah, Yeah, man. I, I want to like dive in a little bit about your background, right? So you, you said you were in the military, you joined at 19, and now you were doing uh, sales and marketing for uh, a, a new startup, right? So definitely want to kind of kind of touch touch bases on that. So let's start off with um, what were you doing in the military? What, what made you join the military? What, and and mm. what branch did you join? So uh, I joined the Air Force uh, and it was uh, it wasn't me being from San Diego. I thought I was going to be a Navy, uh, some guy in the Navy or some guy in the Marines. At the time, I didn't know what the Army was. I didn't even know that existed. Uh, so I was 19 years old, graduated at 18. Um, I took a year off and I was working at a gym and I just wanted to be better. I wanted to push my body beyond limits. I never read a book. I was a D average student in high school. I went to all the parties, hung out with everybody, right? Was completely never would have been uh, doing what I'm doing now, but uh, I wanted more. And my dad always told me to one up him. I didn't come from, I came from a good family, but we didn't come from money at all. None of my parents have degrees. Um, you know, we, we just always worked for what we had. So um, one day I was at the, I was at, I was at work, which was the gym at the time, 24 hour fitness. And, um, this lady brought me a book and she was like, Danny, I know you wanted to read. Uh, so I brought you this book and it was called, uh, see you at the top by Zig Ziglar. And I told her, okay, I'm gonna finish it. And so I read the whole book at the beach, it took me a week to do it. Um, and I really fell in love with it. And, um, uh, from there I read, uh, make your bed by, by Admiral McRaven. And I knew I wanted to join the military from there on. So uh, fast forward, joined the military, joined the Air Force. Um, while I was in the Air Force, I decided to um, to record everything, hiding in a bathroom stall on Sunday evening. <laughs> I would hide in the bathroom stall and I would write every week what we did. And the reason why I did that was because I knew I wanted to start a blog. And so when I got out of boot camp and I went to tech school, I created a blog called Leaf on Impact. Now that blog turned into a whole marketing scheme so I could find out how I can make money through this blog. And that turned into creating Instagrams. And um, what I did was I was starting to market on Instagram. I grew my Instagram to 15,000 followers. And then um, I started using that as leverage to learn about multifamily all while I was stationed at this time in North Dakota. So um, I guess I'm not trying to get off track here. I went multiple paths. I uh, started off with reading to um, figuring out how I could grow my blog to make money, which it didn't, but I uh, ended up growing Instagrams from there. And once I started growing Instagrams, I used that as leverage to go to investors and tell them, hey, I'll grow your Instagram if you teach me about real estate. And from there, it kind of just grew and grew over time. So, Dude, you, yeah. you hit on a lot of killer stuff. So what I heard 
was once you had your aha moment, right? Whatever it is, when you realize after you read that book by Zig Ziglar, hey, I'm going for the gusto. You started everything simultaneously. You said, hey, I'm joining the military and I'm doing a blog and I'm, and you actually Correct. had success in all of them. You know, what's really funny to me is that, you know, people look at veterans or service members and they think that we had this bone in our body since we were kids to join the military. You just said, you didn't even know what the hell the army was <laughs> at, at yeah. 19, right? And it's, and it's a serious thing is because it's not until we're ready to kind of open our eyes to what's out there are we really ready to truly see it, right? Uh, but I think that's extremely impressive how you were able to just say, you know, take the bull by the horns and say, fuck it, I'm going for all of it. So kudos to you on that, man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I love, one, I love Zig Ziglar. He's well, he's my second fav, uh, favorite speaker behind uh, Jim Rohn, right? <clears throat> but I love- Amazing. Yeah, I, I don't know if you listen to any of his like audio books, but like he got that- Of really course. Southern twang, like, so everything he says is kind of like, it's kind of cool, right? Um, of course. But yeah, I, j just like uh, Mike was talking about, I mean, you started doing all of it at the same time and and you started your blog. And I know you said it didn't really make any money, but you found success off of that in, in, in that like you tried something, right? Like you tried something, mm -hmm. you saw how it worked. I'm sure you had a lot of lessons learned just from that, <clears throat> from that alone, mm -hmm. right? Another quick thing that you said that I really, really liked, uh, just, I guess, from a parenting perspective is, you know, kind of one up me. Right. I, 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 I like that. That was, that was, that's pretty cool. All right. Let's take a quick break. I hope you're enjoying this awesome episode. If this episode has got you pumped up and you're looking for more ways to learn, network and take action, make sure you go over to www.militarycashflow.com where we're doing our absolute best to provide our military community with tons of value. Here's just a few things you'll find when you go to militarycashflow.com. You'll find our books. You'll find the Military Cashflow Facebook group, where we have thousands of new and experienced military investors networking and asking and answering questions. You'll find our Military Cashflow real estate investing course that teaches you everything you need to know to buy a cash flowing producing asset we teach you how to find the deal, how to analyze, how to renovate, how to build your team and maintain that property. You'll find our one-on-one -on -one coaching programs. And when you're ready to start taking action and invest, or you're looking just to PCS, we'll even vet and find an investor and military-friendly realtor in your area at zero cost to you. So make sure you head over to www.militarycashflow.com to get access to all these great tools and lastly, and I would almost say most importantly, make sure you share this information with another military member that might find it valuable. And with that said, let's get back into this episode. When you go into the when you went into the military, you know, you woke up that morning, you said, hey, I'm going to do it. Did you intend to do 20 years or did you know that, hey, I'm just joining for what? I, I knew it was four years, but I wanted to do 20. I, um, I really wanted to do special forces. Reason being, my my dad's the youngest of nine. He has four brothers, five sisters, uh, all military police officer. My father's a police officer. I saw him go from nothing, working three jobs, having my oldest sister at 17, 18, uh, to bringing us to one of the most affluent neighborhoods in California. Now, he though we were at an, an, a very affluent neighborhood, nice community, 
he never made me forget where I came from. He'd be like, okay, we're going to go drive to Compton and we're going to drive, we're going to drive, we're going to walk around. Like, uh, he would show me my cousin, show me what we we've gone through. And I never forgot that. And so, um, and there's just a, a lot of stuff from that, that I was able to use as leverage to be like, okay, dad, I'm going to one up you. Um, I, at the time I hated it. I hated, I hated working with my dad. I hated, uh, we used to work on cars together. We built the Toyota Supra multiple times. We had three of them and, um, we, it was just, uh, I, I hated working with him in high school. I was like, dude, I hate my dad. Cause it, it was, it was rough. It was hard to, um, it was hard to work with him because he had the standard. And that's where I'm trying to get at, at least where I'm, where I'm trying to say, is he had so many standards. He, there's actually a poster I have behind me. It's uh, it's called Lab, like, kind of like Real Estate Lab. So I put the Real Estate Lab t- together, the logo together. But he used to tell me in high school, he used to tell me, Danny, look, act, and be professional. No one could touch you. And so his standards were always high. He always had those military-type standards. And I felt like I would never match them. And so um, with him saying one up me, I was like, okay, I'm going to one up you. I don't know how, I don't know when, but I'm going to. So the military was more so I wanted to one up him, but I also um, knew at a young age that it was the most honorable thing you could do. And uh, a lot of people in California, uh, not to get political or anything, um, don't necessarily choose the, the military path. And I thought it was cool to not take the same path as everybody else going to college um i did like two two weeks at college and ended up leaving mom was so mad <laughs> but uh <laughs> it was uh it, it was it just wasn't for me and i i just i knew i had to i had to one up him so um yeah so i i got, I got a question for you because you you mentioned this also uh, and you briefly kind of uh, kind of bypass it like it wasn't a, a big thing but it's such a, a key point that I want to kind of emphasize um, you said that when you were trying to learn about real estate you took something that you knew which was social media content making you, you leveraged that Instagram right and you leveraged yeah. that into learning about real estate by saying hey I will I will grow your platform if you teach me about real estate adding value right what made you think about that? I mean, because at that time you're you had to be what like nineteen years old, twenty years old, or something like that. I mean, I mean, you're relatively Correct. young, young at that time. So, what what gave you that idea to to literally add value um, to someone in order to get something back in return? So I clearly remember the moment. It was with Act Duty Passive Income. Um, Tim Kelly had a mastermind, and I said, a I don't know how to pay for that mastermind. I'm at, I was at A1C in the Air Force, so E E2, E3, some, some one of those, I forget. No, E2. Um, and I was just like, hey, I don't have, I, I don't have that money to get in, but I have social media. And I just, it was funny because I, I was, I was at that time I was at the gym. I was like, dang, should I really try this? I was scared to press send. And I was pretty much telling him like, hey, this is what I have. I'll grow my Instagram. I'll grow your guys' Instagram if you let me uh, just spend 10 minutes uh, a week with me and just just talk to you guys. And so uh, they ended up bringing me on. They were super gracious about it. Um, and they, I got to, got to see them work, uh, got to uh, get a little bit of knowledge, not only on the using your house, using your, um, your VA loan to house hack, which I did this year for the first time, but also using um, 
you know, going into commercial real estate and understanding what an NOI is and the difference between, you know, leveraging commercial multifamily and using that to like really, really build value rather than using, I guess, ARV or comps with the residential side. And so uh, I just, at the time, I didn't believe at 19 years old that you could use other people's money to make money. And when active duty passive income showed me that I, I lost it. And so uh, eventually I went from there to Neil Bala um, at multifamily university, repeated the process um, and got to work with them. And then eventually I went to David Tupin and was like, Hey, I have the skill bridge program coming up. This was January of this year. And uh, I told him, I was like, do you want me to join your team and I'll market for you? I'll grow it for free. I was like, just get me out of Minot, North Dakota. So I could <laughs> be warm again. And, uh, and then work with you guys. And so he signed it, signed the dotted line, everything. I got the, got the notification from my commander. Hey, you're going to Austin, Texas. I was like, no way. This is amazing. The day after one of the person that had this house was in my mastermind. So, um, I, I was in this mastermind that allowed me to meet these people. I don't want to necessarily put their name out there, yep. but they offered their home to me, their first home that they ever bought, which was a duplex here in Austin that I'm living in now. And uh, they told me a price. I knew that price was unbelievably um, good for the area and um, said, yes, bought that house, moved in it in May. And it's just been completely different lifestyle from working nine to five at the time for COVID we're working 12, 14 hour shifts, which is normal for military as you already know, but those were daily. And, um, to go to, from that to where I'm at now, where I work from my laptop every day. And, you know, I enjoyed spending time with my dog and like, I uh, have my wife and it's just, it's, it's, it's been really cool. So I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but, um, that's kind of how it went at least rolling over and using that multiple times to get to kind of where I'm at now. So this reminds me of, there's this, uh, it's a, a project or a series, a taught a lot in MBA programs, but where you start off with something very nominal, like a paperclip or a pen, and you have to trade mm. or exchange for items all the way up into a car or a house, right? Something very expensive. And you have done just that. You took a skill set that was to you something that you were comfortable with, which was social media something that you knew would add value to somebody else. And you traded it for something as small as, hey, just give me 10 minutes. Then you repeated that process again and again. I mean, this, you're, what you're talking about is the exact process to start your real estate investment journey. And I think a lot of people that are listening are in, in the shoes that you were once in. And they're thinking, wait, how do I get it? I don't have money. I don't have, guys, this is it. Just add value, damn it. This is beautiful. I love it, man. Now, I have to ask you now, obviously, a lot of this is probably from, you know, your dad's influence as far as, you know, trying to one up him, make sure that you that you look, act and be. But do you feel like all of those lessons that he kind of taught helped you be creative, solution oriented? Do you feel like the military influenced that in any sort of way? Or was that always in kind of ingrained in you before before the military even came into the picture? That's a good question. I would say it's a little bit of both. Um... And I would, I, I would actually, it's a little bit of, of three things. It's my dad, it's the military, and it's the path I went down because there is multiple speakers that I've, I've listened to since 18, 19 years old 
that were like, find a way, find a way. And um, my dad would always say, he would just tell me like, are you going to cry about it? Or are you going to do something? Right. <laughs> and then so yep. military kind of says the same thing, but they don't really tell you like, um, you know, find a creative way to do it. At least in the maintenance world, it was just like, just get it done. Like, you know, figure out how to get that plane in the air. And so, uh, you know, I guess it was a little bit of everything, but at the time I was so scared to send that text and I, I sent it and they scheduled a call with me and I created a, a template, a, a document and I got on an interview with with Tim and um, another member of ADPI, uh, Victoria, and they immediately brought me in and they made me feel like family, you know, and so it was just so cool. Um, but to answer your question, we just I just found a way I didn't know I was scared. I didn't want to do it, but I, I did. And it was it made all the difference. Well, that's awesome, dude. Shout out to ADPI, man. We, we, we know. Yep. Uh, no, Tim Kelly and Victoria. Yeah. Yo, that, that really <laughs> Eric Upshurst, we know the whole crew, man. They're yeah, good people. Yeah. They really yeah. are. Of course. They really, are. really, really good people. Hey, but th that's, that's amazing. I love, I love um, really just the, the value add uh, perspective there and, and what you're able to, what you're able to come uh, get out of that, right? Were you able to, were you, how you were able to grow from that, right? Taking a skill set that you knew and then building off of that. So you're in Austin right now. You you bought the duplex, uh, and um, you're living in one side. I assume you're you're renting up the other side out, right? So I imagine you're probably you know living somewhat rent free, right? Um, mm -hmm. Where does where does everything else come from? What is the the expanding on the marketing? Because now you're it's called lab coach, right? Uh, real estate lab. Real, real estate lab. I'm sorry, I apologize. Uh, no, you're but, okay. But real estate lab, right? So where does that yeah. come into play? Like, wh where does all this come into play? Because we're talking about real estate, but now you're you're talking about forming a company, right? That's mm -hmm. real estate oriented, but it's a little bit different. Can you talk about that, please? Sure. Of course. So uh, when I mentioned the skill bridge, and I was going to come on for marketing, uh, real estate lab is David Tupin's company. So David Tupin is the CEO of Real Estate Labs. And he is creating an acquisition software that allows people to not only underwrite deals in minutes, but be able to parse T12s and rent rolls. Um, it's able to manage your, your deal flow uh, at, a, at a higher level. You can create LOIs after you're done with your templates. You can create OMs. We're going to have a, a lending marketplace. So once you're done underwriting, you can send it to lenders for bids. And it's the goal is to get as much as an acquisitions process done in a matter of minutes, days, weeks. And so um, it will just make it super hands-off for people to you know, find deals, get them locked in and, and close them, right? So um, for me, that became where I started marketing for David. I'd handle a lot of the social media, um, I handle a lot of sales and I'm kind of a little bit of everywhere helping out um, the whole team. But, um, that's a little bit about real estate lab and kind of what we're doing over there. It's just, uh, we're getting ready for launch in January and uh, yeah, it's just, it's been really cool. It's been really exciting. I want to make sure that we, uh, we, we explain some of these terms you use for the audience here. So first one I want to talk about, which is really important is the skill bridge program. Can you explain really briefly mm -hmm. just what that is? Yes. The skill bridge program is a program that allows you to get six, get out six months early. Um, not to, just get out early. It is for you to intern for a company of your choice. Now, by the time you're listening to this, it may not be of choice anymore, but as of yep. now in the last six months, it was of choice. Um, and so you work for a company of choice 
And that happened to be one of my good friends and boss, David. And um, you can learn and then eventually get hired by that company. You wanna be able to find a company that's going to hire you afterwards, which is what essentially I'm doing with Real Estate Lab. And I love this, guys. Everybody needs to be looking into this because in the Army, it's called Career Skills Program and the Marines and in the Air Force uh, Skills Bridge. So the name may differ, but you can get out six months early with full military pay. That's huge as you intern with another company to get that skill set, potentially get a job. So that's huge. I'm glad you really touched on that. Now, let's talk about the power of what Real Estate Labs can offer here because you're talking about a one-stop shop where people can start to produce things like an LOI, T12, and OM. So let's break those three down just real briefly. What is an LOI, a T12, and an OM for the audience? Of course. So a LOI is a letter of intent. Uh, it is a pretty much the, the, it is a letter that you're going to send to the owner to let them know that you're interested. At, and you can put things like the price on there. Uh, you're going to put your financing, uh, I guess, your, the financing solutions showing that you have money. Um, different types of stuff. So you get to create your own template. And once you create your own template, it uploads the, you know, the purchase price, everything you need in a matter of seconds. So you can send that out to whomever the owner is, print it out, mail it out, email it to them. Uh, OM now is the offering memorandum. Now this is where you can put in your information as far as if you're selling the property um, or you're creating a pitch deck for your investors you are going to have certain information to be able to share with your investors. Hey, these are the returns that this property produces. And so uh, with that being said, the, o, the OM um, and the pitch deck feature is going to allow you to place that in there. Um, so you can go ahead and present that to whomever uh, audience, target audience you're presenting it to. Now the T12 and rent rules are financial documents that you're going to get uh, whenever you're searching for a property. Now, it, this could be residential and this could be commercial. Um, but on the commercial side, it's going to tell you all your income and expenses. And uh, by parsing it, you're able to see trends. Now, when you see those trends, you will know, okay, well, we have a certain amount of people that at least in August and October. So in January, we may not have that many people fall off, but in August and October of next year, since they're year leases, we might see a drop in vacancy. Um, and then also you can upload that so you can get the average rents, right? And when you get the average rents, you could plug it into your analysis in a matter of seconds because I'm sure you guys know and anybody listening that's a commercial real estate investor, it takes a lot of time um, to get comps, to get the analysis, really pay attention to it, understand the trends, see if they're lying at all, seeing what they're doing. Um, so it just makes it really streamlined and easy. So you can focus on other things, get the underwriting process done and go tackle more deals. Yeah, that's extremely important, guys. As a commercial broker and investor, those documents that, that Danny's talking about take time. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy to clean them up, to research them and everything else. So if you have a one-stop shop and there's going to be some, some other alternatives out there that can provide some of these solutions, but I have yet to hear one that can provide all of these. So I'm really ex excited to see what real estate labs kind of grows into and how it expands in, in, in our market, you know, as far as the real estate investors. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So you so do, I, go ahead. Yeah, go go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead I was going to ask. So, so, I mean, this is, this is kind of crazy because from what you told me, it's you were a D student who did two weeks of college 
right? Four years of the military, and well, really three and a half, right? And yet you're you're leading the marketing division or the director of marketing for this big software company. How how is it now? I understand the the, the steps you took as far as interning to get the position, but how is it that you developed those skill sets to where Dan felt confident enough? To, to get, oh, I'm sorry, Dave, get, was confident enough to give you this position. Of course. So I, since, obviously since an intern, since then I've been proving myself and um, he loves, he loves everything I do. But on top of that, he had, he has and had a CMO uh, named Steve, who has been marketing for the Red Wings for the last 13 years. He did PGA tour. Um, he does a lot of stuff. He knows everything marketing wise. So when I came in, I told him, hey, I know branding. I know how to do a competitive analysis. I've done all these things, um, but I haven't done them to your ability. Will you teach me? And so I, um, I came in, head down, started doing everything I know with social media. I'm very fluent with using virtual assistants. I, at one point, I had a team of 9 to 15 virtual assistants, um, not only for marketing, but I've also used some for real estate. Um, and so... It, when you when you have that, it's able you're able to produce more work, especially when you're sending it to the Philippines. And so it becomes a management position. So I'm not over here posting all my social media posts because I have people in the Philippines to do it for me. I'm not the one creating this immaculate content because I don't have the design skills, but I'm able to train people how to. Um, I don't have I don't have the skills to do all the manage or not necessarily the management, but the scheduling of the content, because I, I just will have my mind 20 other places. I'll get a T12 sent to me in my emails. And then I'm like, Oh, I want to underwrite this. And I'm like, Oh shoot, I'm getting too, I'm not focused. So that's why I hire people in the Philippines to do it. You know? So um, it's, it's a lot of that has proven myself within real estate lab because I have um, found solutions or I guess finding a way again, to really uh, get my tasks done, but 10X. And also not only just 10X it, but be able to produce more content. Uh, we're producing about five pieces of content per day. And uh, we have about 200 pieces of content scheduled for the next few months. And um, it's just been, it's been really cool to be able to do that. But while I'm doing this, I'm also, we have a mastermind that we're, we're controlling. I'm reaching out to um, some of the best in the industry to come and speak to our mastermind. Um, I'm also uh, creating a conference. We have a conference in January. Um, it's the Real Estate Lab Conference. If anyone's interested, it's going to be January 14th through 17th. It is now open to the public. Um, but that conference, I planned the whole thing, uh, creating the itinerary. So now I know how to do events and marketing as well. And now I know how to do sales with events. So all this stuff I was, I was learning from my, my boss, Steve, the, the CMO of the company, but I also had a lot to offer, which he didn't have, which was a virtual assistance and being able to use systems, um, whether it's using Zapier or different integration, different integration platforms to increase uh, workflow, right? So um, that's kind of how I came into the picture and kind of found my way into how could I help not only on the marketing side, but on the sales side is um, using not only the virtual assistants, but integration and different types of things like that. So where did that start at? So that is so powerful, like just the use of systems, leveraging systems, leveraging people, right? Where did that come from? Because I mean, 
you weren't doing that. I imagine you weren't really doing that much in the Air Force. You say you were in for kind of a short period of time, what, four years, I believe. Mm -hmm. So where did that come from for you? So um, when I started working with ADPI and uh, Neil Bawa, I had, it was during COVID and I had worked 12 to 14 hour shifts. I would get home, my not unfortunately, the base is separated from downtown and the drive can be anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, especially during the cold days. Um, and so I had to find a way to stay up three to four hours afterwards um, after a mid shift and then also get four hours of sleep, wake up, go to the gym, um, eat, hang out with my wife for a little bit and also balance learning real estate. I can't run a marketing agency by myself. I needed partners, but I didn't know anybody at the time who could help me. And I still, I still didn't know anybody after that, but I knew I could hire virtual assistants and I never really took the leap until I just decided to do it. And I was like, I'm just going to figure it out. And so, um, went on onlinejobs.ph. So anybody looking for virtual assistants, that's my go-to onlinejobs.ph. There's also upwork.com. I'm not big fan of it, but it works. Um, Fiverr.com as well. And what I did with that is I used it um, and found, interviewed people. I interviewed, I probably got like 90 applicants the first time I, I made my, my, my application. And I interviewed each and every one of them. Um, I suggest you to use a group. If you guys are looking to hire VAs, uh, do a group interview just to save your time. And then once I did that, I used, I found the best ones and I came down to three virtual assistants that I really liked. And I told them, Hey, you guys are all going to be on a week trial period. So after this week, you may work for me. You may not, but I just want to see how you perform. And I gave them a task. I said, Hey, you're going to create 10 pieces of content for me. It's going to be a flat rate of $25 for this week only. And if you perform, then um, I'll hire you on. And so I kind of made it a little bit of a competition type of thing. And I was open to it. I said, hey, ask questions. Don't be afraid. Don't don't be like, don't think I'm not going to help you at all. But I want you to show me what you got. And after that, I hired two of my favorite VAs who are now working for me on Real Estate Lab. And uh, yeah, and it's just been a really cool journey. And so I just repeated the process multiple times. And eventually it led to 9 to 15 VAs uh, working for me. And so... Um, yeah, it's been it's been really cool. Yeah, that's excellent. Man. I'm kind of going through that process myself. I just I just hired two VAs, uh, both of them from the Philippines. So uh, definitely understand what you're talking about right there. So that's absolutely, that's good stuff. I think absolutely. I think this is so underrated because um, again, I, I'm I'm very impressed with your story. To be quite honest, to hear how you progressed through it and you kind of cut your teeth and learn the ways, but it was all through it was all through just pure determination, right? It's not like you had a direct, you had several mentors and we'll give them credit where credit's due, but you didn't have any excuses along the way. And the fact that you were able to grind out this VA piece here, I want everybody who's listening to pay attention to this. You perfected the way that you hire VAs and was able to take that process and add tremendous values to people who are already successful. People who are who are managing marketing, you know, teams and, and departments for PGA tours, right? Like this is that that speaks volume. So if people are out there listening, I guarantee you, you have a skill set too. You just got to figure out what it is and go give, you know, go provide that value to somebody else who you want to learn from. 
this is this is a textbook uh, uh, process right here. So we're gonna keep this up, man. So now that you're doing this, what where do you see yourself going in this position? Like, what's obviously I understand the real estate investing. You're gonna start scaling on that side personally, but how do you see yourself developing in the marketing space over the next five, ten years? Of course. Marketing is always going to be my baby. Eventually, I will open up a marketing agency again. But um, I see Real Estate Lab going to a $100 million company in the next five to 10 years. I truly do. Um, and I believe, as far as me being a marketer, sticking with Real Estate Lab for those five to 10 years, uh, because I just love it. I, I never had the opportunity to work from my computer before. Uh, and not have, at least after the military, you know, like after the military, I was always on my computer or I guess, I'm sorry, not after the military, after my work hours in the military, I was always on my computer, but, um, now it's, I wake up, do my morning routine and I get my job done for the day. And then, uh, I go find deals, you know, like I go do what I want to do. And it's amazing. And I could do that in San Diego or I could do that in Austin, or I can do that in Florida. Like I can do whatever I want, you know, and it's just amazing. And so um, I guess for me as a marketer, I'm just going to be sticking with real estate lab and I'm just going to be finding deals and I'm going to be uh, crushing it in a commercial real estate in the next few years while doing marketing and kind of showing people, yes, this is what real estate lab does. We are an investment solutions company, but all of us invest. So <laughs> that's kind of where I see myself, see myself going. It's key that you, that everybody invests because you understand exactly what the investors need. You don't need all that fancy right. shit. We need the real tools, man. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for your product to come out as well, man. Like the, the conference sounds like it's going to be pretty dope, man. Like, yeah. So uh, you said January the 15th. That's going. Where's it going to be at? Okay. So January 14th through 17th 14th. in St. Petersburg, Florida. You can go to realestatelab.com or you can email me, Danny at realestatelab.com, and I can send you it. Having some great speakers, uh, two speakers that I can mention right now is Rod Khalif and Terrence Doyle of Bigger Pockets will be there. And then um, we like making it fun. You know, a lot of us in Real Estate Lab in the community are on average uh, 26. We have people in 30s and 40s, but we have 190 members in our mastermind that a majority of them are really young. And I love that. So the energy is great. Um just a little bit about the itinerary besides just the speakers we're gonna do a poker night on a yacht it's gonna be really cool oh um and then so that's gonna be great networking um and then also we're gonna do networking on the beach after we're done with our morning um our morning learning session we're gonna be on the beach you know with alcoholic beverages or whatever <laughs> you want to do uh, right and uh we're just gonna network we're gonna have a good time you know we're gonna be out there just i don't know being boys being boys girls being girls just having a good time talking real estate and you know being people so i'm just super excited about the uh the conference it's our second one we're doing and uh, nice. the first one was a blast nice well when was the first one what year first one was june of this year okay nice 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 yeah the only reason i say that is because i know that i'm big on conferences i believe in them wholeheartedly but you know covid slapped everybody silly we weren't able to do any conferences so we just started going you know, me and my crew just recently. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm definitely interested in that January one. I, I told myself I was going to take a break until next year. Well, guess what? January is next year. So that's perfect. You got to go. <laughs> go. It's, it's a good time. It's really fun. I love Excellent, it. Excellent, man. I love it too. So right, right, starting to wrap up, man. 
if you had some, uh, if you had a piece of advice, right, that you'd be able to give anyone that's trying to kind of do what you're doing, right, like in the marketing space or just leveling up the way that you did, right, what would that one piece of advice be? Know your goals. Um, and I've been thinking about this during this entire conversation. I have a really cool story. I love my story. Uh, I would never take it back. But what is your goals? Because for me, it's, I want to have millions and millions of dollars. And that's just a fact, you know, I'm not one of those guys that are going to be like, Hey, you know, find your why do this. Or I, I do believe those things are, are necessary. Yes. But at the end of the day, let, let's get after this money, you know, like let's, 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 as the most humble way possible, I want to be able to reach this goal so I can help police officers. This is one of my biggest things ever. My dad's a police officer, as I said earlier. I want to reach this goal of five, $10 million um, so I could put it into my nonprofit uh, where cops could help get PTSD help uh, for the things that they see as well. And I want to be able to also own um, a auto body shop where, you know, I work on high performance cars with my dad eventually because uh, we built cars, as I mentioned earlier, we built the Toyota Supra. Um, and this is, these are things that I want to do and I want my kids to do. So it's not necessarily, let's go chase this money to get money. Yes. But the things that money can add. And so, um, going back to your main question, know your goal, because in the last three, four years that I've been doing this, I haven't made substantial money. I did things to get there. And this year I'm going to hit the most amount of money that I've ever made ever. Right but it's still not that millions of dollars and that's okay. Cause I'm still growing, but, um, marketing is active income when real estate is passive income. And so marketing took tons and tons of time to create the systems, to get it close to passive when real estate, once you get a deal, you know, once you get a, a, a house hack, somebody's paying that for you. It's, it's coming into, it's coming into your pockets. So know what you want, because I'm not saying the marketing side, um, wasn't, wasn't a good choice. It's a great choice. It got me to where I was, but it took a lot of work. If I was able to get a house hack three, four years ago at 19, which is very possible for anybody that's there right now, I wish I started off that way because then I could have rolled that. I could use equity in my house that I built at 19 to buy another property or and buy a, an apartment complex, a six to eight unit apartment complex and own it by myself and get checks in my pocket each month. So uh, as of right now, I would totally say know your goals because if you want to be a marketer, do it. But know it's going to be a lot of work. If you want to be a real estate investor, do it know it's going to be a lot of work, but just know the difference between the active and the passive side. And if they align with your main goal of what you want to achieve for your life and for your future. So, uh, yeah. yeah. No, I love that because you, you said, you know, get to the money, which I think resonates with a lot more younger men than they will admit. Right. And I'm being dead ass because a lot of times we think, Oh, we need to be really enlightened. It's not that we're aggressive. We want we we want to go out there and win, right? And so I appreciate you being transparent about that. But it is still tied to your why, because you said you're worried about or, or you're concerned with being able to help that nonprofit to help a higher purpose. So there's always, no matter how aggressive we are in life, there's always an underlying reason why we do things. So I think that's Correct. a beautiful thing. Know your goals, know your why, know your right. whatever, and then go out there and do the work.
Correct. All right. So really, now you got us all. Just oh, really no, go ahead, quick, go ahead. Really quick. I love how yours came full circle. So if you guys were listening, like, you know, everything that he talked about at the beginning, like what highly, like heavily influenced him, right? Talked about his dad and talked about his dad being a, a, a police officer and then talked about working on high performance cars. All that kind of came back full circle to your why, right? Like, like I want to help policemen, right? And I want to, I want to build an auto body shop. Like those are exactly what you said, you know, influenced you growing up. So I don't know. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, and, and about finding your why that's, 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 I can tell that you're very passionate about your why. I mean, you brought it up several times throughout this conversation and to see it all come to full circle, you know, with, with where you started to where your why is at, I, I think that's really, that's really awesome. Thank you. I, I, I'm going to tell you, man, I want you to, I want you to call your dad after this episode and tell him that me and Dan gave him some kudos, man, because I, <laughs> I can just see a lot of the things that he said and instilled in you carry on. And that's just a special part of my heart because I love my dad to death. He taught me a lot of lessons too, man. So be sure to give him a call and, and just say, Hey, you know, everybody right. loves you. Gave, I gave <laughs> but, you a uh, shout out. I, I gave you a shout out today. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I'll let him know. And so now, man, you got everybody hyped up. I've got goosebumps, my blood pressure rolling like I'm drinking caffeine because you dropped all these knowledge bombs. People want to know how to get to this uh, to the to the meetup in uh, January. How can they get in touch with you, man? Of course. So if you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me on Instagram where I'm most active, which is Danny, uh, D-A-N-N-Y, my middle name, Anthony. So just the A, the initial, and then Aguirre. A-G-U-I-R-R-E. So again, that's Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, A-G-U-I-R-R-E. So um, yeah, you can reach me on my Instagram. You can get me at Danny at realestatelab.com um, or you can just reach me, send me a text at 760-518-9384. I'm transparent. You know, if you guys, if, if you guys are military, I always have your back. Um, even though my military experience, I wouldn't say was amazing, you know, I, at the end of the day, I love military and I love taking care of my boys, um, and women. So I don't want to make it subjective, but for my guys that are, that served with me, it was some of the best, best times of my life. So, um, anybody that needs anything or just needs to talk, uh, even if it's on an emotional level, let me know. Love it, man. Excellent, man. Um, I think uh, I, I love this episode. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate all the knowledge that you dropped there. Um, of course. If you are watching this on YouTube, please do us a favor. Uh, hit that like, man. Hit the like for, for Danny's dad, man. Hit the like for Danny's dad, <laughs> dude. If, if anything, right? So hit the like button, you know, um, share this video, leave a comment below. I'm sure Danny will be on in the comment section answering. Um, and if you're listening to this on uh, on podcast, make sure you leave us a review. Really appreciate those. Um, other than that, you got anything else, Mike? No, man. Hey, I greatly appreciate you taking some time out. And again, guys, this is another guest that's uh, gracing us with his presence on a Sunday evening, right? So again, uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to share your message and give back to the community. Of course. Of course. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, guys. Uh, with that, this is Dan Wynn. And Mike Glaspie. Signing off.